Ja, ja, denk dan! Wit is drama. Wit is drama. Wit is drama. Building bridges. Come on, come on, Good to go. Herzlich willkommen zu Brückenbauen. Mein Name ist Sebi. Mein Name ist Jan. Und ich heiße Dave. Und dies hier ist ein Eurovisions-Podcast für den Rest von uns. Or this is a Eurovision-Podcast for the rest of Yay! us. Everyone is welcome here. But today we are taking a look at Unser Lied für Liverpool. Germany is choosing their act for Eurovision 2023. And I think, first of all, everyone is relieved about this lineup because like everyone was scared last year and about where NDR was going. But what did you guys think? I think this is a very promising lineup. I, this I time. think before we start, we should just warn anybody listening that Jan is very excited that we're talking about a German selection. And to prepare why. themselves for random German-ish expressions and words throughout the episode. Absolutely. An alle deutschen Muttersprachler, es verletzt mich genauso wie euch. <laughs> yeah. Natürlich, natürlich. But well, let's get right into this. Uh, the first song we are talking about is Trong with Dare to be Different, who is going to open the show. This is our time. Trong is German and Vietnamese. He already won Vietnam Idol. And the song was written by Elsie Bay from Norway, among other songwriters. Uh, Dave, what did you think of Trong? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you, 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 you really threw me for a loop when you mentioned Elsie Bay. Like, we, can we not get rid of this girl? Like, she's everywhere. She, I, I don't know. She's involved in everything. Um, this one, I don't know. I, I've seen it once. I didn't listen to it again. It's a bit too over the top for me. Um, I can see why they chose it as an opener because it's got a lot of energy. It might get people yeah. to keep watching. Uh, if it's going to be like the music video, it should be very colorful. So, um, and maybe that's a good thing because it'll go first. People will forget it and, uh, they'll keep watching the rest, but, uh, not, not my cup of tea. Yeah, I actually agree with that. I think uh, you can see that he's a dancer for sure. And he has a good voice, actually. Yeah. But I just think that song is so generic. Like, it's called Dare to be Different. But it's, like, the least different out of the entire selection, probably. Uh, it's just, like, putting random words together that rhyme somehow. <laughs> and, yeah. Maybe Elsie should stop writing songs. Oh, please. As much as I love her. But we have a third member in this jury. Of course, the only one with taste, because you obviously are <laughs> lacking for one. Who likes Skrillex? <clears throat> oh, you know, <laughs> I Speaking still love it. Speaking, he could be Skrillex's little brother. Yes, I could be. I could be without any high heels. No, Trong, not you. <laughs> oh, that was a read. That was a read. That was a very was rude a roast. one. That was a very <laughs> roasty. Oh my goodness! So. Um, back on business. I mean, for me, there to be different. This beginning, I mean, for me, is so very exciting, exotic, mystical, like in how very close to my heart, which is very soft and weak on pop music. And this is what pop should be. And this is what pop I want in 2023. It has a fantastic disco influence, glitter, of course, a little bit of rap input, probably 
<laughs> my favorite song of this year's selection. What? <laughs> and for me, it looks like Trong, if that's how you said it, wants the Eurovision stage so badly. And I, I don't think I personally would mind if they go there. I think I just had a stroke. <laughs> yeah. One thing is true, he really wants the Eurovision stage because this is his sixth application. Oh, God. Um, Maybe he's a German Markus Rivan. Who knows? Somehow, yeah, a little bit. Dare to be different just sounds like it sounds like a rejected Eurovision slogan for 2023 or something. <laughs> yeah, sort of. <sighs> well, anyway, let's score Trong out of 10. Dave? Zwei. Zwei. Jan? Nine, natürlich. Nine. Uh, I will go for two as well. You obviously but have... just because he's a lovely guy, the song would be like minus three. You guys have no taste. He took the average. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Number two in the running order is René Miller with Concrete Heart. I hate the way you build me up to René is very well known as a songwriter, more so than as a singer. Uh, I personally think that this is also very showy in the song, because I think the song is almost perfect. Like, it sounds... I don't know, Dave, if you agree with this, but I think this sounds very American. This could be played on the radio over there as well. Oh, very, very much. Even with his name. Like, the name doesn't look German. You don't hear any German accent when he sings. Yeah. Yeah, and I think... <laughs> It's really good. I like the song every time I listen to it. My only concern is it might not stand out enough because, you know, it's a good, well-produced song in English. But what makes this stand out, If you know, in a Eurovision final, if there are 25 other songs? I'm not so sure. It's very slick. It's very yeah. radio-friendly. Sorry. Um, it is. Yeah, but like you said, going second, and it's, it's, a, it's a problem. It's good radio-friendly compared to last year's radio-friendly songs that they had in the selection. <laughs> I mean, for me, yeah. this is kind of the perfect song to, you know, heal after a failed relationship. It's totally anthemic, empowering song. But I'm only afraid, like, the stage um, presentation, I would say, might be a bit, you know, maybe, maybe the stage staging could could ruin the, the the whole thing i mean i love the lyrics renee's motto is obviously you know what doesn't kill you makes you stronger um surely it's absolutely heard before um but this can also be at the same time also very underrated song it depends on the stage performance um yeah and i have to say i'm really 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 curious about um to see what happens on stage yeah, I do think he still has a chance. Um, there's only nine songs, so I don't think running order is as important as, you know, with 26 songs. And it is a good song. So how do we score it out of 10? Dave? Based on just the studio version alone, I'd give this an eight. Oh, Jan? I'd give it eight as well. Oh, wow. Um, I'll give it a six. But I also, that sounds harsh now, but I really like it as well, actually. He needs uh, he needs to make a moment on stage. There has to be something. Yes, exactly. He needs to connect with the audience somehow. There has to be something special. Because if his voice is as good as we heard in the track that was released, uh, no one will be able to fault him for that. But uh, 
I, I know you said running order doesn't matter, but I mean, he is second of nine. If they start doing, you know, commercials in between, maybe have a few guests and stuff, nine songs can, can drag on for a while. Uh, but if, if he does something, and like you said earlier with the recaps, if they show that in the voting recap, that moment, whatever he can create, that might give him a bit of a mm. push. Yeah, I hope so. It would be undeserved if this got like a really low rating. Yeah. Number three is the first female act. It's Anitza Russo with Once Upon a Dream. Anitza is half Italian, half Croatian, but grew up in Germany, so very exotic again. And uh, she actually wrote the song herself and also directed the entire music video to the song herself. And maybe I'll start with this one because I really like this one. I think this is something so different. I've never heard a song with a structure like that in Eurovision before, you know? There, we have so much of the same type of songs, not even like depending on genre, but even if it's rock or pop or something, it's always like the same style, you know? And this is a totally different structure. There's this part, uh, it's two minutes and nine seconds, I actually remembered it, where she completely changes her tone of voice. Completely. This is also the most repeated part in the YouTube video. She wrote that song around the staging, so if NDR lets her, this will have a massive staging. And I think it could be a dark horse. Uh, I would agree with that. I This isn't one I would want to listen to often because uh, there's a lot of emotion in this. And it's, you know, you know me, it's not, not usually stuff I listen to. But I do, I do like the structure you're talking about. It does stand out. The, the slow build, slow mm-hmm. build, and then her long, ah, you know. So I, f- I find that very captivating. So now now that you've said that about the staging, I, I can't wait for Friday to see what uh, what she comes up with. As you said, Sebi, before, it's definitely one of the most interestingly structured songs um, ever been involved in any you know Eurovision-related thing. I, I get some Lana Del Rey vibes from these songs as well, uh, from mm-hmm. the song rit- rhythmically. At the beginning, the song uh, reminds me a little bit of the beginnings of Eurovision. Strangely, you know, from you know when from the sixties, you know, when when somehow all of these songs had this not same melody, but like some somehow the same rhythm, uh, and it's uh, interestingly evolving throughout the whole song. Um, it, mm. it's it's like a good i would say good power yeah. ballot and as well i'm I'm also really interested to to see how this yeah. song will turn out like that's a very interesting point of view i never saw it like that before <laughs> well out of 10 dave mm, sieben sieben eilulu mm. yeah <laughs> i go for fünf fünf only yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jan is always full of überraschungen. Uh, <laughs> mm, I'll give this one a nine. Ach du liebes. The next one is Lonely Spring with the song Misfit. I've been awake for three days. I'm a misfit at heart. No one remembers my name, but so what? 
The two twin brothers are the main vocalists. It's a four-member band from Passau, which is very, very close to the Austrian yeah. border. So uh, we had a nice chat in our Bavarian, as they call it, dialect, even though I definitely don't speak that Bavarian. Jan, what did you make of Misfit? Well, <clears throat> I've always, um, I was always on board with the songs that featured various household appliances in their music videos, and this was <laughs> obviously no exception. Um, after the few seconds, the song reminds me a little bit of Chambawamba's hit from the 90s. Uh, I think it's, I, I, I don't remember a song, but it's, it's, it's quite a well-known one. It's yes, but it's a solid rock track. I've heard similar ones on on TV before, and but apparently rock songs are also clearly on the rise this year. But I think if Germany chooses this song, it will land on the right side of the scoreboard. Yeah, I don't really see it as a rock song. I think it's more like punky and like almost like early two thousands, you know, like Avril Lavigne kind of vibes, sort yes, of. Yes, um, which I really like but i think for this song i totally get why it's there like it fulfills like a certain type of genre and like it pleases a different kind of fandom but i don't think it's quite strong enough for this lineup it's like more trying to be edgy than it actually is in the end yeah indeed. dave what do you think um no you you've both said what i was going to say um although it's funny as the old man of the podcast um, this puts me in mind of what I was listening to in high school. So this, you, it's funny. You said early two mm thousands. -hmm. Jan said Chumba Wamba, which was late nineties. Uh, this sounds to me like it could have been on the original, uh, American pie movie soundtrack, like yeah. something yeah. third eye blind, smash mouth, sugar yeah. Ray, something like that. Um, it is nostalgic. Yeah, it Very. is. But see, the problem for me is that's when I was in high school. And those are not good memories. So I don't want to hear this. <laughs> I don't want to remember that time in my life. I, I'm happy with a gray beard. I would rather that than be back in high school. So this song for me is, is a complete pass. Oh, my. So what would that be out of 10, Dave? Three. Three. I go for four here. I'll give them a five. That's very I generous. I do appreciate where it's going. Where it's going. Number five Last place. is Will Church with Hold On. Will Church was in The Voice of Germany, where he definitely had a very good place, and he performed Duncan Lawrence's Arcade in the blind editions, which got like millions of views on YouTube and of course made all the chairs turn. Dave, what did you think about Hold On? Uh, this one caught my attention as well. It's one of the few songs from the selection I actually downloaded. Uh, again, great voice. Um, just, just wondering though, kind of like um, Renee's song, how this will be staged. And it's another one of those that if he's, I think if he wants to be remembered, I don't know if the, the vocals alone are going to gonna be enough. He's going to have to do something special on stage that gets remembered when it comes time for people to take out their phones and vote. Mm. But I really like it. Uh, well, I'll 
keep this short and sweet. Uh, Will looks like he just got out of church. Um, well, the boy definitely has a voice. I'm not sure what kind of impression he'd leave on the listeners in the way when he put the song on stage. You know, it's it's something that we heard before. It doesn't offer anything new to me or it doesn't offer anything to surprise me. It's it's good, but it's it's mm. there. I quite like this, and I think uh, if this would get chosen, uh, Germany is, of course, already in the final, and this is a very, very jury-friendly song. He definitely has the vocals live. Uh, I would just keep it simple for the staging. I think he fulfills everything that needs to be done, and I think, yeah, he's a very strong voice, very strong chorus. It's I quite like this. Dave, out of ten. Eight. Six. I'll go eight as well. Oh, and he is therefore our new leader after five songs. Well, number six in the running order is Patty Gertie with Melodies of Hope. I sing my melodies of hope. Patty Gurdy has started her YouTube channel introducing the Hurdy-Gurdy, a long-forgotten but very traditional old German instrument. And she, of course, brings it to the Eurovision stage. Jan, what did you think about Patty? Well, I have a strong feeling that Patty got the inspiration while watching the movie Eurovision, The Fire Saga. I mean, the dramatic title that would certainly suit the movie, um, you know, adding some cliched beats and infectious melody. Um, I admit that my pop soul is really excited about this track somehow. Uh, what What's mm. the name of this instrument? Like a lute or something? Hurdy-gurdy. Hurdy-gurdy, okay. <laughs> Hurdy-gurdy. <laughs> so, Patty-gurdy with a hurdy-gurdy. Um, how would song did in liverpool in case it if it gets there you know i think it can swing both to the top or it, it can easily you know stay at the bottom i think that's the kind of song that it is i think but i i i really enjoy it way too much as i should but that's not a surprise mm. yeah. dave yeah i i think like jan uh this this got built i think based on the formula to build a eurovision song i was thinking more so along the lines of love love peace peace from yes. 2016 yeah me too yeah like a recipe you know yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> got put together she even has the the again i don't even know if it's real is this a real instrument is it made up just for the for the acts? yeah yeah it's real it is real but <laughs> but it's so it's so obscure it could be fake and that's part of the charm it could song, yeah right? um it's catchy, I agree with Jan, but uh, living in Irish Canada as I do, this, like, I, I, I've grown up with this kind of music, so for me, it's just something I try and steer clear of, but uh, I, I'm hoping for good staging, and uh, for me, I don't want this to go to Liverpool, but if it does, I think uh, Germany might just get back to the left side of the board, but we'll see. Mm. I actually really like this. Um, I just think it reminds me a little bit of Kaino, a little bit of uh, Love, Love, Peace, Peace, just with the recipe, as you said. Um, but yeah, it also bothers me like how cliche Eurovision it is, and especially how cliche the lyrics are. Um, but it's also just really good. Honestly, like if Germany had something like that in their selection last year, that would have been a clear winner, without any doubt. <laughs> 
Um, how do you rate Patty out of 10, Dave? Five. Jan? I'll go with seven. Sieben, sieben, I'll do sieben, sieben. <laughs> sieben. I'll go eight again. Hurdy gardy, Patty gardy. No, but like it, it really is cliche. It, it's, but you know, as I said, we love it way too much. I'm surprised I rated this the highest. I thought I was going to rate this the lowest. <laughs> well, speaking of Sieben, lowest. speaking of Sieben, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Number seven is the TikTok wildcard winner Ike Hüftgold with "Lied mit gutem Text." Ike is very, very well known in the German music industry. Uh, he writes the Ballermann type of songs, which are played in Mallorca or on Mallorca. Um, yeah, and they're like the party schlager type of music. He is really successful. The number one summer hit in Germany last year was called Lila, and it was produced by him. So he is a huge name. But the song, Dave... Well, well, the song translates to song with good lyrics, and I wish um, I'd have more time to prepare so I could go through them, but uh, if the lyrics are anything like the rest of the song, I think this is a is a car crash of a... Of, I mean, the, the music video is just so random with, like, they're on a roof partying with lasers, and it, it just sounds awful. Um, so I don't think good or bad lyrics would save this. I think this is just, uh, it's trash for the sake of being trash. Yeah, I can tell you what the lyrics are like. They basically say that um, Germany needs something different because they do so poorly in Eurovision. And then the chorus goes, we finally need a song without drinking, without sex or without drugs. We finally need a song with good lyrics. And it goes like this. La, 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 la. So is he... Is he like a grown-up Dustin the Turkey? Is that what this is? <laughs> is this Ooh, Germany's Dustin moment? Conspiracy theory. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sebi wasn't even born back then, I think. No. I'm Dustin the Turkey. <laughs> I was. <laughs> Jan, what do you think? Um, yeah, well, it's not pretty much more to add for what they've already said. Mm. You know, it's... Uh, Schlongadonk uh, car crash for me as well. So I would pretty much say it's 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 there. Um, I think this kind of songs they have specific targeted audiences, and they really imply on people who go for la 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 and with like three chords and that's it. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Out of ten, Dave. Um, are we allowed to give zeros here? <laughs> If, it, uh, if it's a, if it, it's, it's a one, if it's allowed, it's a zero. If it's not allowed, this is a this is a sad one. <laughs> okay, Jan. I would go for two. I'll give it a four for the lyrics. <laughs> for the effort, <laughs> yeah, four for the effort. I think it's part of my culture. I see the humor of it. Well, from one extreme to the totally other extreme, yeah. number eight is Frida Gold with Alle Frauen in mir sind müde. Jan, what do you think about Frida Gold? Oh, 
I mean, I, I guess I will be again, you know, having unpopular opinion here. Like with this song, I have the feeling that Frida wanted to build some story that never really got built. After three minutes, the song does not evoke any feelings in me. Nothing happens in me. And it mm. is what it is. The end of story. I'm guessing based yeah. on the title, this is meant to be a feminist anthem, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, I mean, it's very clear, like with the arrows in their back and everything. In the video, yeah. Um, it's definitely the most uh, sophisticated entry. And also lyrically, like it's a very high standard. But I just don't think it's connecting. Like, yeah. I don't see why people would vote for this. And I'm like, like, I mean, talking about Eurovision especially, I saw someone saying um, that this is a typical festival that comes out type yes. of song. Yes. And that if this would went to Eurovision, it would get 12 from Portugal at least. Yeah. And I think that was pretty accurate. <laughs> but other than that, um, yeah, I can appreciate it. But like, I just don't think it would connect with an international audience. No, not with lyrics in German. No, it, it it kills it. Any any hope she has of, like you said, making a connection uh, is gone. I would never say that here's the language issue, the main uh, thing. Uh, it's it's definitely, as you said, Sebi, and I, I couldn't agree more with you. Um, as much as I'm a cheap pop ho, it's it's you know it's it's I can still you know respect that song in a way that it's as you said sophisticated and i don't think that the, the fandom has an issue with sophisticated songs it just as you said the issue is how to connect through it and i think that's the main problem at least for me so this is why you know i i i really try to give it a chance but like it really you know yeah, yeah. It, it's to I'm torn as well. Yeah, yeah. It's, something's <laughs> missing, and maybe I'm also a little bit angry about it because I would probably go for this kind of song. But like as you said, if there's no connection, there's nothing you can do about it. So yeah, that's pretty much it. Out of ten for Frida Gold, Dave. Three. Same here. Jan. Three for me as well. Three. I'll give it a six. Because I can really appreciate it from an artistic point of view and like as a German native speaker as well. But this should definitely not go to Eurovision this year. And well, the closer of the show are Lord of the Lost with Blood and Glitter. Blood and Glitter, sweet and bitter, we're so happy we could die. Lord of the Lost are one of the most successful rock bands in Germany. They have just reached number one in the album charts with Blood and Glitter, in fact. And they're also a, going on tour with Iron Maiden since 2022. So they're quite a rising star in the music industry. Um, maybe I'll start with this one. I think this is the clear winner of the show. Uh, nothing stands out as much as it and this is like something that stands out in Eurovision as well it's kind of campy it is uh like I love their whole aesthetic but it's still very good it's still a very good song it's not trashy or anything at all and this also just would be important for NDR as a wake-up call they applied last year and were denied because they weren't radio friendly enough this year they were a little bit more tolerant so they got in and I just think 
it's about time Germany sends something unexpected. Well, I would say more than rock, I would say more like gothic metal band. And why mm. not at the end of the day? You know, the track is melodic. Their story crosses genres, not to mention their visual appearance, which is ecstatic. And even though I'm not certainly fan of this musical genre, I think that with the right staging, uh, Blood and Glitter could be the absolute winner of the night. Just because um, how they deliver. And as you said, they're, they're in this weird way. They're a little bit campy as well. Um, yeah. But um, also the fandom loves them. And it's it, it could be like a really good choice for them to go. Um, I love how Eurovision is evolving and trying to, you know, embrace as much... Um, diversity in the contest and and i love mm -hmm. it and i it seems like they're just like a you know perfect fit for germany and you know that's that's i'm absolutely here for it i have nothing more to say you guys took the words out of my mouth uh, you you for the context and jan for the emotion um this well, we have 20 songs already of the 37 that are going to Liverpool. This is beyond a standout. None of the others are like this. Yes. So anybody that likes this type of music is going to vote for this. This would easily rack up a lot of points, especially with the televote, maybe not the juries. Uh, but like Jan, this is not my uh, type of music, so I don't connect with this at all, unfortunately. But uh, I think this would be a good winner for Germany, even though I don't like it. You know that's mm. that's a good thing about it because I think like even though as I said if you're not if your taste isn't going that very direction and you can still be able to be you know musically as intelligent that yeah. you can see it through in some other genre when you're not not like exactly. you know so comfortable in it's it's a great and, and I think it's it's a it's a perfect package. Perfect package. What is a perfect package <laughs> out of ten for you, Dave? <laughs> Uh, one. What? Yeah, I, told, I can't stand this. One. That negotiates everything you just said. No, I'm, f I'm fine with Germany sending it. That doesn't mean I have to listen to it or enjoy it. I'd rather Germany get a good result than me to like the song. It's more important, I think. Um, well, I will go for... Um, sorry, Trong. I will go for 10 here. Because I think it's clearly, um, for me the best song of the this year's selection and i wouldn't mind at all germany being on the left side of the scoreboard for a change yeah <laughs> for once uh i would go 10 as well but a certain david who is also in this podcast introduced a rule that you can give 12 to your favorite so i will just do that and therefore, Lord of the Lost have 23 points. And despite of Dave's one, they are still our highest score. Wait now, if you can give 12, why can't I give zero? Because I make the rules. And also <laughs> Germany's had enough zeros in their lives, I think. They're not I the UK. Be, you know, life isn't fair. As soon as we <laughs> learn it, the better. You know. So... To wrap this up, our third place combined is Anitza Russo with 21 points. 
Uh, in second place is Will Church with 22 points. And thanks to myself, Lord of the Lost with 23 points. Very, very close altogether. Um, but like maybe at the end we can just say like who we want to win personally. Before we do that, can I ask you one question though? Uh-huh. Were you on the Polish jury on, on Sunday? Yes. <laughs> you think that Blanca would have gotten any votes if I had to say anything? Oh. Me as the pop hater? <laughs> oh, come on. Pop hater? And then you're you're playing Elisa's um, bad philosophy on repeat even after Estila was over? Come on. <laughs> oh, all the secrets. That, those are all rumors. <laughs> that was never confirmed, proved. Confirmed, confirmed. <laughs> rumors anyway <laughs> justice for bad philosophy yeah yeah so dave what's your summary who's your favorite favorite for me would be a coin toss between renee and will i i can't pick one for me it's it's super clear it's lord of the lost yeah for me as well i think i would really like anitza as well and i'm really looking forward to her staging but yeah it should be lord of the lost i think that would be such a revolutionary entry for germany and yeah, that was it with unser Lied für Liverpool. Vielen ja. Dank, dass ja. Sie sich und Angel schossen haben. Stimmen Sie für Deutschland. Some of that yeah, I couldn't say it any better. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. Vielen Dank an alle deutschsprachigen Zuhörer. Ja. And we will see you very soon. soon. Follow us on Instagram, Building on the Lamb Bridges Online Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Wiedersehen. 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 Wiedersehen.